Hello, brothers and sisters. Joe Zenk, um, pastoral leader of uh, three rural Catholic parishes in eastern Wisconsin, uh, St. Anna, New Holstein, and Kiel, coming to you this Friday, April the 20, I think, 4th today. <laughs> uh, April the 24th today, uh, coming to you um, in the morning today. I had a, a moment to take a look at today's gospel and collect some thoughts. So wherever you are in listening to this, again, I wish you every joy as we continue through this Easter season. May the um, just the hope of, uh, of the resurrection be with you uh, because that resurrection still finds its presence, its reality in you and I and in this world today. And that's the best. Uh, brothers and sisters, it's the best news. Really, if we meditate on it, it's, it's just so good. Resurrection is real. It's real because it was real for Christ. It's real for you and I uh, and all of creation. Praise God for that. So uh, today, okay, this whole week we've been reading out of John chapter 3. Um, Nicodemus and Jesus' is meeting and then yesterday's gospel following that meeting. So today and all of next week, we are going to read out of John chapter 6, which is his bread of life discourse. And this is huge. Uh, it's, a, it's marvelous regardless for all, all of us Christians. I mean, goodness sakes, it's Jesus. And um, uh, he's speaking incredible words to us. But as Catholics particularly, this is uh, John's great Eucharistic discourse. And it's going to start today with a story we all know. In fact, it's the only miracle Jesus performed in all four Gospels, which is the feeding of the 5,000. So uh, how else could a Eucharistic discourse start except for the feeding of the masses? Um, so let's uh, listen to the Word of God, shall we? For those who wish to follow along, it is John chapter 6. We are starting at the beginning, verse 1, and we will read through verse 15. The gospel, <laughs> the gospel according to John. Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd followed him because they saw the signs he was performing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. The Jewish feast of Passover was near. When Jesus raised his eyes and saw that a large crowd was coming to him, he said to Philip, Where can we buy enough food for them to eat? He said this to test him, because he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred days' wages worth of food would not be enough for each of them to have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what good are these for so many? Jesus said, Have the people recline. Now there was a great deal of grass in that place, so the men reclined, about 5,000 in number. Then Jesus took the loaves and gave thanks, and distributed them to those who were reclining, and also as much of the fish as they wanted. When they had had their fill, he said to the disciples, Gather the fragments left over, so that nothing will be wasted. So they collected them, and filled twelve wicker baskets with fragrance, fragments, 
from the five barley loaves that had been more than they could eat. When the people saw the sign he had done, they said, This is truly the prophet, the one who is to come into the world. Since Jesus knew that they were going to come and carry him off to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain alone. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, brothers and sisters, again, this is the start of John's great Eucharistic theology. Uh, and, and how else could it start but in this way? Um, one may hear this story and say, Joe, I'm not necessarily sure. I'm, I'm following you with the Eucharistic theology. That will make itself very clear, brothers and sisters, next week uh, when John every day kind of repeats it. My goodness, Jesus is repeating himself day after day next week, I suspect. Um, but today, let's tie it to the Eucharist. A couple of thoughts and, and reasons we know that, that, that it's happening here. The first is, said the Jewish feast of Passover was near. That's a sentence of seven words that was in the middle of the story that frankly didn't need to be there. Why is it there? Because he's tying this action with the Passover. What is going to happen at a Passover a year or two from now? And I don't know um, if this is the first Passover. I suspect it is uh, that Jesus is uh, partaking in uh, because I know in John's gospel, he participates in three. Uh, but the, the last Passover, which he participates is when he will have his last supper and ultimately Jesus will be crucified. Uh, so he is equating, um, remember in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the last supper is the Passover meal. In John, Jesus is the Passover meal. He's the Passover lamb. Um, but he's equating all of this Eucharistic stuff that he's going to talk about in John chapter 6 with the Passover. He's doing it now and not just waiting until the end. So that's clue number one. Clue number two uh, that this is very Eucharistic is he says, okay, have the people recline when he has the five barley loaves and the two fish. So they recline. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to those who were reclining. So think of that in a Eucharistic contest. Jesus took the bread, gave thanks, broke it, or blessed it, broke it, and shared it. That's what's happening. Jesus is taking the loaf, giving thanks, distributing that to those who are reclining. So think of that in that Eucharistic uh, sense. Again, what does Eucharist mean? And I know you know this, but it means thanksgiving because it is an act of thanks. Um, and, uh, and that's what Jesus is doing. He's taking the bread. He's giving thanks to God for the gift of the bread and distributing it. I mean, there is so much to talk about here. Uh, let me just say one other thing, <laughs> maybe more, but certainly one other thing. Um, and that's this. Andrew, I love Andrew. Andrew is such a behind-the-scenes guy. Brothers and sisters, if you find yourself as someone who doesn't like the spotlight but likes to be behind the scenes, take as one of your patrons Andrew. Because what does Andrew do? My gosh, he's one of the first followers of Jesus. Um, he and Philip, uh, the ones following after when John points him out. And uh, he's the one who goes to get his brother Simon Peter, and he connects Peter 
with, uh, with Jesus and then basically gets out of the way. We really don't know much about old Andrew, but here's what we know. He brought Simon Peter, the head of the church. And without Andrew, we're a very different people. Uh, so we praise God for these wonderful behind-the-scenes the people. But Andrew says, hey, Lord, okay, we got a guy here, kid, got five loaves and two fish. Boy, boy what's that going to do? And Jesus doesn't even say, oh, well, maybe I can do this. What, what do you think? He just says, okay, have the people recline. And I think what that invites you and I to, if you are sitting here today, brothers and sisters, um, and think, God, I'm not sure you can use what I have. I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not a, a scripture scholar. Uh, I, don't, I don't love well. Um, I don't know the Bible very well. I forget my catechism. My, my catechetical teaching, um, whatever it is, brothers and sisters, those voices that say to us, you're not good enough. Praise God for this gospel. Because what Jesus is saying is, okay, you're giving me five loaves and two fish? You're giving me just a small snippet percentage of what can actually feed these people? Okay, I can use that. That's enough. That's all I need. I just, I just need a small opening, and I can get in. Brothers and sisters, I'm reading um, uh, St. Therese of Lisieux's autobiography right now, The Story of a Soul, and that whole idea that she calls herself the little flower, her little way, because she saw herself, and she was so incredibly humble, she saw herself not as a, as a lily or as a rose or as one of the big flowers that would be um, fit to be a bouquet on the altar of Christ. But she was just a small little wildflower in a field of no consequence, but one that Jesus saw fit to uh, create that would give pleasure to someone walking through a field. She was small, and she loved. That was her vocation, she said, to love, and she loved in her little way. Brothers and sisters, let her be a patroness for you, too. Uh, this, this girl who died at the age of 26, who spent most of her life, half of her life, behind in a cloister, um, but yet loved so well in her small way. Whatever, my friends, you sit with today, if you have that voice that says you are not enough and what you, you can give is not enough, you are wrong. God can use whatever small thing as long as we give it to him. Give it to him, and he can feed whomever and however many that he desires through our small act. Brothers and sisters, our smallness is in, in us, not in him. The smallness of that bread and the fish was only in the apostles' eyes, not in Christ's. All we need to do is give him him what little we have. The last thing I want to say, and I promise I'll be quiet, how many baskets were left over? When Andrew gave the, the five fish, or excuse me, the five loaves and the two fish, Jesus just said, okay, have the people recline. He did the work. He took the bread. He gave thanks. He broke it, distributed it. Um, but then he looks at the disciples and says, gather it up. And how many baskets were left? Twelve. 
That is no coincidence. There were 12 baskets, so each of the apostles could have their own basket to feed. Brothers and sisters, you and I are the ones that Jesus looks to to do the feeding today. I mean, that's, that's it. There, there's no doubt about that. All we need to do is give it to him. Whatever small amount we have to surrender um, and allow him then through us, because we got to do the action. We're part of this dance. We got to say yes. Then we must go forward in the name of Christ and give thanks, take the bread, give thanks, distribute it, and feed the people today. Because you and I carry a basket with us. That is up for us, up to us to do. Let's pray. Let's pray a decade of the rosary. We are ending our joyful mysteries today, uh, the finding of Jesus in the temple. So let's take a moment of silence uh, for any intentions for which you would like to pray today and lift them up uh, as we pray a rosary. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth joyful mystery, the finding of Jesus in the temple when he was 12 years old. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, uh, have a marvelous weekend. I will be back with you on Monday. Uh, Grace and peace to all of you, and I look forward to us being together again.